This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. Happy Canada Day, baby! Just Googling how old is Canada. We are 156. We're young. We're just a baby. Let's go. Shepard, getting us off our Canada Day long weekend. We are not the youngest country. Um, Kosovo, year of independence, 2008. Yeah, they're they're much younger. Um, South Sudan, year of independence, 2011. So, uh, we're right in the sweet spot. We're like, uh, we haven't reached middle age. We're like, right. I think the sweet spot is like in your mid twenties. That's what Canada is right now. We're just finding shit out. We're realizing we thought we knew everything. But right around your mid-20s, you're like, I don't know shit. And my parents were kind of right on a lot of things. So that's where Canada is. Nearing our 30s. Not like South Sudan. That's just a baby. They're in diapers. Welcome to episode 76 of Boomsies. This is the P.K. Subban episode. PK, what a guy. Um, he played, what, 800 and some odd games in the NHL? One of the most dynamic players of his generation. His time with the Habs. So electric. A uh, huge part of that community. There's a wing of the hospital with his name on it. So his impact on Montreal's there for life. So way to go, P.K. Subban. What a guy. I mentioned it's Canada Day. That was, uh, what? Is that yesterday? was the holiday. It was on Saturday. But we had the day off on Monday. And uh, here in my little town, <laughs> we celebrated Canada Day last Wednesday. Because our town's so small for our little festivities, we always have it a few days before because the bigger towns need the picnic tables and stuff for the actual day. 
I went out the day after Canada Day and the, the crews were there picking up the picnic tables. They're off to, to someone who gets to celebrate it on the day of. So we get the pre-party. We get the Canada Day pre-party where we had butterfly releases. Very strange. Uh, so you get butterflies and uh, they come chilled. And a chilled butterfly is just, uh, they're passed out. So it's in this little envelope and you heat it up between your hands and then, uh, and the butterfly's like, what the fuck? I'm alive? I'm alive. And then you let it go. Hopefully they've found a nice new life. Maybe they, uh, maybe they capture them all and bring them to the next town. I don't know. That butterfly. Well, we had three of them. Is she gone? And uh, we had the NHL draft. So we had the awards. And then uh, well, one or two days later, we had the NHL draft. It is an NHL product that's not on ice. So I don't watch it. It is vomit for my eyes. Can't do it. I saw a lot of clips. There were no trades for the first time since like 1912. There was no trades on, uh, on the first day of the draft. And I saw the, the same thing happened again. They bring up all the people. They thank their viewing part. Copy, copy another league. Copy another, copy the NFL. If the most memorable thing about your draft is your commissioner getting booed, where Gary now thinks like, this is my thing. Watch me do this. Stop it. It looks great. Like the, the set designers for the NHL draft, top marks. You're doing a bang-up job. Everything else? Well, I didn't watch it, but uh, Z Money and producer Tim did. Uh, so they are here for our NHL draft reviews, starting with producer Tim. Your take. Uh, thank you, Dan. Uh, before we get started, I'd just like to thank the city of Nashville for their hospitality this week. Uh, we had a great time here. Uh, I'd also like to congratulate the Vegas Golden Knights on their Stanley Cup championship. <laughs> and I'd just like to say congratulations to David Poyle. Uh, on the next phase of his career. Uh, and now to make the actual analysis for Boomsies, our Hall of Fame alumni, Z-Money. Tim, you didn't, you didn't uh, special shout out your viewing party at uh, Johnny Rum Rockers um, in downtown Columbus, uh, our viewing party. You missed Sorry. out on that. I, I apologize to our fans. Yeah. <laughs> so the actual draft itself, yep. uh, it seemed like it was the return of the mullet, which was nice. Uh, I know hockey hair and the mullet go hand in hand, but uh, a lot of those kids had some great heads of hair. Uh, one of my favorite parts was Radic Bonk saying that his sick salad was so much better than his kids back in his draft day. Well, that was pretty funny. Hey, did Bonk's son go first round? He box on. He went in the first round. He did. Yeah, I know uh, that kid. Boxon, I believe he went to the Flyers. Okay, nice work. Uh, so then the other uh, things I enjoyed were the entire Coyotes 
front office having matching maroon suits. Okay, did you find it cheesy? Uh, yeah, but my uh, my girlfriend who was watching with me is not a hockey fan. That was one of her favorite parts, so she okay, liked that they good. were matching. Can I just add in that our good friend of Boomsies, Connor Ingram, signed a three-year deal goalie for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, so he's locked in for three years in the desert. Couldn't be happier for him. I was texting him. I'm like, hey, you haven't even reached your prime yet. And he said, that's what they say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's locked in. So congrats to Connor Ingram. Continue. Sorry, Z Money. Uh, my girlfriend's other favorite part was when Bill Guerin gave a shout out to uh, Tootsies and she yelled, I've been there. So, you know, she liked that. That was a classic move by Billy Guerin because that, uh, well, he would be drinking free for the rest of the his time there. Uh, another good part was the Sharks drafting Will Smith, who then came out to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song. That was pretty funny. Wait, did the draft picks get to pick their entrance song? I think they must have because they all had different songs. So that must have been a new thing this year. They got the... Uh, they, they reach into the wrestling bag of tricks and uh, got to pick their entrance song. Okay, I like this. Very well done, NHL. Uh, and then the only other two parts that really stood out were uh, Carey Price forgetting the poor kid the Habs drafted at fifth overall. I couldn't remember his name. David. Do you think they did that on purpose? No, no, no okay. chance. Okay. Uh, and then the other cool part was... Uh, the Anaheim Ducks revealed their new jerseys, love which them. are like a throwback to their 30th anniversary, and I absolutely love them as well. Um, would you ever, first off, do you have to pay for tickets to the NHL draft, and would you ever attend one? Uh, the NHL, I assume, doesn't give anyone anything away for free, but uh, I eat the draft up in every sport. It is my favorite time of year in hockey, basketball, football, baseball. Um, so yes, I would a hundred percent go to a draft. Hmm. I didn't know that about you. Big draft guy. Big draft guy. Favorite movie is uh draft day with Kevin Costner. I've never seen it. Watchable. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan and it's about the GM of the Cleveland Browns. So yeah, it was like the only good moment in Browns history that I've seen. Does Kevin Costner put on a voice like he does in Yellowstone? Cause I can't watch because of his voice in Yellowstone. Uh, no, I don't think so. But that being said, I have never watched Yellowstone. So does Kevin Costner play catch with anyone in that draft movie? Uh, does he have a catch I, with his dad? I, I don't know if he has catch with his dad. He might have catch play catch with like Jennifer Garner at one point who plays his <laughs> girlfriend. Uh, maybe <laughs> probably. Okay. He also has a catchphrase, which is come on, Tom, say it with me. You pancake eating mother. <laughs> kind of like uh, get these snakes off this plane the exact same <laughs> so overall out of 10 what do you give it z money the draft uh well the entrance music was cool i enjoy uh a draft full of movement and there was like you said earlier no trade so it was kind of boring but uh yeah i i gave it a six out of ten do you agree they need to scrap all the people coming up and mimic what the nfl does yeah, 100%. Uh, I think they could go 
you know, streamline it even better and go CFL style where no one is in the building. You just do it from a closet somewhere. And <laughs> we pick this person next. We pick this person. You get it done in like five minutes. Or like the NFL on like day two of their draft, all their greats and like super fans come up to make the pick. So don't make it about Bettman making every pick. Have your alumni come up and make that pick. Make it a moment for your team or for a super fan. Yeah, I, I like that idea a lot. Okay. I like this very much. Well done. Um, since it's uh, a day after a holiday, we figured we'd, uh, we'd clean up our, uh, our inbox in our email and our voicemail because we've been so busy. We haven't got to a lot of them. So we're going to empty and declutter here on this episode of Boomsies, starting with uh, a voicemail. Hey, Dan and boy. Got another golf question for you. Have you ever golfed at Rattlesnake Golf Course? And could you list your top three golf courses you played at in Ontario? Boomsies. Rattlesnake. I've never played there. Top three courses in Ontario, in no particular order. Wildfire. It's on Stony Lake. It's in the Kawarthas. It's built into the Canadian Shield. I absolutely love it. My golf course. The Peterborough Golf and Country Club, a Stanley Thompson design. Stanley Thompson designs courses in which it's not a guessing game. A lot of new designers. They're like, yeah, this is a par four. You have to figure out where the hole is. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be. Golf is not a gimmicky game. Stanley Thompson on the Mount Rushmore, of course, designers. And my third course for Ontario. Sadly, I, I haven't ventured out a lot. Hmm. I should say the Abbey, but I think Glen Abbey is very overrated. So I'm going to go with Wind Dance, a Greg Norman design. It is in Uxbridge, Ontario. Beautiful layout and uh, always in pristine condition. So uh, Wildfire, Peterborough Golf and Country Club, and Wind Dance are my three picks for uh, my top courses in Ontario. Again, when you become a member at a course, and again, I, it's, I'm not bragging about being a member. It's it's not like a ritzy course. It's just, it makes it easier to play. My family's there. It's just, you can just show up and golf, which is very key when you, uh, you get a lot of kids running around the house. <clears throat> Here's an email. Hey, Dan, producer Tim, Zed Money. Random thoughts. Producer Tim is the dude working the cinema when fire breaks out. This way, please. No pushing. We'll be fine. And he steps out of cinema closing door behind him. All out. So cool. That's high praise for producer Tim. This this man says he's orderly. He makes sure everyone's safe. And then he's the last to leave. He goes down with the ship. Number two. Kit Kat Apocalypse. 
Michael Grange posted a pic at his local store showing a rack of Kit Kats in a multitude of flavors, none so appealing as cookie dough. For fuck's sakes, leave Kit Kat alone. It's just a nice candy bar. Michael Grange, by the way, played around with him about a month ago at my course. A friend reached out, said, hey, do you want to come play golf? And I have explained my, my philosophy on life. If someone invites me to a party, if someone invites me to their house, if someone invites me to play golf, I never say, who's playing golf? Who's going to be at the party? Who's going to be at your house? I just say, I'm in. So I said, I'm in for golf. I show up. There's Michael Grinch. And number three, yes, it is CFL time and the Argos are repeating on an unnamed TV station. Sorry. No, CFL has no TV. It's so weird that CFL is not televised. I find that very bizarre. Hope you and Ruby are tearing it up at your local course. BLTs all around, please. Steven Sault Ste. Marie. Yes, that's in reference to the greatest BLTs in Ontario at the Peterborough Golf and Country Club. With well-done fries. Thank you. On white bread. If I eat brown bread or whole wheat, how much is that adding to your life, really? Four minutes? Five minutes, tops. So white bread it up and slap on that mayo. Let's get to another voicemail. Hey, boys. It's Joe Archer calling. But today, it's actually my wrestling persona, T-Bone. Because I'm going to cut a promo on these jabronis with their weak-ass Chipmore picks. Because first of all, their stash is trash. Second of all, here's how the list goes. Number one, regular, because it's the fucking best. No matter what you do, you got dip, you don't have dip, it's going to work. Number two, regular again. So good, it hits the first two spots. Third is salt and vinegar. The best damn chip out there. You can't go wrong with it. It's really good. Number four, Miss Vicky's Spicy Dill. Probably one of the best chips. It just can't knock out the top three. And you know what? Bring up sour cream and onion and BBQ. I'm going to make a new poppy. I'm going to wear it lest I forget how fucking terrible those two flavors of chips are. They are garbage. If I wanted to eat garbage, I'd go to the local dump and eat from the ground. And close second would be eating from Subway. And I also have it on good authority that Joe Archer did go to Kevo's bachelor party and he brought Dagwood sandwiches and chips from Sobeys. I'm out. That was great. I would like to see him cut a wrestling promo, though. <laughs> Miss Vicky's Spicy Dill? Didn't know that was a flavor. I will try Miss Vicky's Anything. When a chip reminds you of being on the Mindbuster roller coaster of Canada's Wonderland, it's a good chip. My kids have been to Canada's Wonderland. They refuse to ride on the Mindbuster. Because they say it rattles your brain. And I said, yeah, that's what it should do. And that's why we enjoyed it. And it also has a bar that is, doesn't really hold you in. So you're flying around in that seat. Sure, it still passes the safety tests. That's the good thing about Canada's Wonderland. The rides don't go anywhere. They aren't in another city the next day. They're strapped down for life. And if you've ever been to the park early, they're testing all those rides. If you ever go to a fair early, everyone's still sleeping. The carnies are not up yet. Their safety check is uh, powered on, baby. 
We're good to go. These rides are only two feet off the ground. We're safe. Uh, we got another email here. Hey, Toolsy. Uh, no, sorry. I, I, I read that last week. Hey, Toolsy, just catching up on the latest episode. I was happy to hear that Seabass picked up a sweet new driver. This is in reference to Seabass, a uh, regular contributor. He bought a coffee maker. He had to return it. <laughs> Sounds... The more, if I ever have to recap things on this podcast, it makes me realize how dumb this entire thing is. So he brought the coffee maker back. And he had... <laughs> they wouldn't give him his money, so he had a gift card. Didn't know how to spend it. He eventually bought a driver at Sport Check because Sport Check is owned by Canadian Tire or vice versa. Okay. However, I was dismayed to hear you have his redemption story ranked as the number two overall Canadian Tire story. I 100% agree that the Christmas catalog bike story is number one. When the old man pulls that beauty bike out of the pickup, it's teary-eyed time. Number two on the list should be Albert. He went from last pick for pond hockey to center ice at a sold-out arena with his first name emblazoned on the back of his jersey. <laughs> and the whole crowd chanting his name, just like Shaq. No need for a last name with this superstar, Albert, Albert, Albert. Keep up the great work. Snack bites, Pete. I did love that commercial as a kid. If you haven't seen it, YouTube it. Just put Canadian Tire and Albert. It is a redemption story, and it is very bizarre that he had his first name on the back of his jersey. <laughs> so as I sip a Canada Dry Blackberry Ginger Ale, it's very fitting that I read this email. Hey, Dan. I wanted to make you aware of a local connection of Canada Dry that is really quite interesting. John L. McLaughlin was born in Inniskillen, Ontario, a mere 15 minutes away from Orono. He was a chemist and founded Canada Dry Pale Ginger Ale in 1904. Apparently, there were no slackers in his family, and his father was Robert McLaughlin of McLaughlin Carriage Works and brother of Colonel Sam McLaughlin, founder of General Motors of Canada. A pretty huge deal. I could go on and on, maybe because my dad was born and raised in Inniskillen. I feel proud of his history. Seems like you're quite grounded these days. Keep positive. Nadine. It's funny I got that because I also got um, a text from my cousin about the same thing, which said, um, oh, it's, it was recapping the entire thing. A pharmacist from Enniskillen, McLaughlin, came up with Canada Dry. So he was not the pharmacist who put cocaine in the soda pop, which happened to Coca-Cola. So even more reason to make Canada dry. Your taste of the summer. Let's get to another voicemail. Hi, Dan. No, I'm joking. I'm not Ben Teller. How's it going, boys? Um, just a quick question for you here. I. Keenan Collin used to be Athabasca Keenan, now it's Calgary Keenan. Well, I'll call that with a K. But a uh, question for you boys: Do you happen to know a good place around Calgary? Because I'm new here. 
to go get a good burger. Like, I just like, I need food suggestions. I'm a man of burgers, and any place you recommend that has good burgers, give me, give it to me. I want to hear them. I need to tour. I need to make a series out of it. Let's do this. Thanks, boys. All the best, and thanks for the prize pack a few months ago. Appreciate you all. Thanks for always putting a smile on my face. Take care. Keenan. Calgary, what a town. Been there for the Stampede, so I had burgers at the Stampede. But when we were there once, I believe it was for the craft celebration tour or for something else. But we were taken to Peter's drive-thru. And I had a milkshake there that was fantastic. And I had a burger there with fries, and it was fantastic. And I believe Peter's drive-thru is a Calgary staple that has been there since. Do we know? That's what the Google's for here. Um, been there since. Oh, TripAdvisor gave it a four out of five. 1962. It's been there since 1962, before I was born. And it's ranked number 48 out of 3,636 restaurants in Calgary. That's a lot of restaurants. So there you go. Peter's drive-thru. Hit it up. Um, get to another email here. I didn't have a time to print it off, so it's on my phone. So I got to read it here. This is from... Brandon. Hi, Dan and company. I'm currently on a road trip throughout Eastern Canada and listening to the pod is helping me get through those long stretches of the drive. I just have to make sure things don't get too out of hand so that I don't drive off the road. I've been meaning to email since episode one, but I may have put it off for a couple of weeks. We're on episode 76. It's been more than a couple of weeks there, bud. Anyway, I didn't have any good questions on my mind, so as a member of Gen Z, I turned to ChatGPT to come up with one for me. Unfortunately, all those questions sucked, so if you could just use this time to tell us an amusing story about producer Tim, that'd be swell. Thanks. Brandon from Windsor. Oh, I have a story. I have many stories about producer Tim, but this is my favorite. And I believe he won't be offended that I tell this. It's nothing rude. It's just, uh, well, you be the judge of what, what you think of producer Tim after this. Uh, so I mentioned the craft celebration tour before. So we would take a bus from city to city and we would do our show from town to town. And after a show, we'd get on the back of the bus and it'd be a grand old time. We felt like a rock band going from town to town. And, uh, we'd all be whooping it up back there while, uh, the other bus, if you wanted to sleep, you went on the other bus. Our bus never slept. So we were uh, hooting and hollering, and then producer Tim pulled out his iPad, and he wanted, he wanted to show us a video as we traveled down the Trans-Canada Highway. I don't know where we were, somewhere in Saskatchewan, maybe. So producer Tim went to put his iPad up against the window to lean it there to, to show us all his little funny video. And uh, that's when we discovered producer Tim leaned it against a window that was open and had no screen there. So the iPad flew onto the Trans-Canada Highway and uh, 
He stopped the bus to look for it. (laughs) I don't know if we thought it'd be in one piece. I don't know if we thought Apple products were that indestructible. But when we found it, we saw tire tracks on it and iPad go by. So whenever I think of producer Tim, I think of him and the look of dismay as his iPad flew out (laughs) an open window as we traveled 120 down the Trans-Canada Highway. Did you ever get a new iPad, Tim? As soon as I got back. Oh, look at you. Someone tr- someone's like, hey, let's get let's all pile our money together, get them a new one. I'm, I said, fuck that. I want an iPad then. I don't even have one. Get me an iPad. So sorry, Tim, I stopped in its tracks a GoFundMe, an in-person GoFundMe to get you a new iPad. Yeah, nobody's fault but mine. Hey, that's it. I hope you weren't offended that I told that story. Yeah. Also, it was just outside of Swift Current. That was pretty, that was pretty close. Uh, do we have another voicemail? Hey, buds. How are you now? That fucking guy calling. Wondered your thoughts on TV themes. Why'd they go away? And what's the all-time best? For me, you can't beat Family Matters. It's a rare condition, this day and age. Reading the good news on the newspaper page. Have a good one, bud. Okay, so I have two thoughts on TV themes in today's day and age. They've got to be super short because no one has an attention span. If you look back at some of the 80s and 90s themes, they're two minutes long. But you couldn't fast forward because you're watching live. And now if a show does have a theme, an opening montage or something, you just hit skip it. (laughs) You hit skip, just like the credits. Like you can't even watch the credits before it jumps to the next show. So that's why if a show does have a theme, you watch it once and never see it again. But back in the day when a show had a theme, you had to watch it. There was no other choice. As for best theme for a show. Oh, there's so many from back in the day. Airwolf was a great one. Mr. Dress Up was only piano, but it's very nostalgic for me because of my love for that show. But I think the all-time greatest, just for like, as a kid, you're like, I wanna. Oh, uh, f- Friday night or was it Friday night or Saturday night main event? The WWF. That was a good theme. Was it Friday? Do you guys know? Was it Friday night main event or Saturday night main event? I have no idea. Yeah, sorry, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, hang on. I want to make sure because I will get Friday. When I watched the WWF, it was Saturday mornings. No. When I watched, it was Monday and Thursday. Yeah, Friday night main event. So it was a prime time wrestling thing or Saturday night main event. Saturday night main event. 
aired from 1985 to 1992. It was awesome. And the theme song was that dun, 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 dun. I do it wrong, but um, that one got you pumped up. But as far as TV dramas slash sitcoms go, the A-Team comes in at top spot. Can we hear it? In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Come on. By the way, I think we answered the question with that because the full version of that is a minute 42. Yeah. A team, no one ever uh, got killed. Like they'd shoot someone and they just like uh, fall over or something or something would explode. So there was no, I think that was probably part of the requirement. You couldn't show any deaths. So it was a lot of people falling over. Now, I like that show so much that we named one of our cats on the farm face. That was one of the characters name face. Uh, hi, Dan. Would you, by the way, uh, Z money and uh, producer Tim, do you guys have something that would usurp the A team in that theme song? I am from a different generation than you guys. So I have my own picks. Uh, oh, like what? Uh, the animated X-Men TV series and Ninja Turtles. Those were my, mine growing up. Mm, okay. I don't know those. Uh, I, I respect it. Suicide is painless for the mash theme. Also all in the family. What was that? How'd that go? Those were the days. Oh, right. Hmm. You know what's a great show is the the dark Batman animated series. The music in that, I think we've discussed this before. The music, the the drawings of that is just perfection. Tim, you would know that show. Uh, I never, I was a little too old for that. I think when it came out, but it's on Netflix now. It just uh, showed up on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Oh boy. Going to have to dive into that. I love that show. And I believe they are doing like a, not like a remake of that show, but a continuation of like that same drawing style and everything. Okay. Really enjoy that. Hi Dan. I'm a big fan of you, both your former life as a sports broadcaster with that network. I can't seem to remember. And your current life as a podcaster on boomsies. I listen each week and enjoy your insight on almost all topics. I have to disagree with you on your hatred of raisins. You said last week that no one has ever said this could taste better with this would taste better with raisins. Butter tarts? Question mark. Oatmeal raisin cookies? Question mark. Just a couple of great desserts that are delicious and have raisins. I uh, have to stop you there. Butter tarts with raisins? I will throw that at the wall. Oatmeal raisin cookies? 
you make those, bring those to a party, that's a good way to get a punch in the face. Because a raisin in a cookie, people are like, oh, I got a chocolate chip cookie coming my way. And when their teeth hit that raisin, they see murder. They went to a party thinking this is going to be the best time and you brought murder to their mind. That's what raisins do. If you go back to the start of all world wars, guarantee raisins were on someone's table. They're like, oh, here's some trail mix. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do today. And then they get that raisin in there like, fuck that. I'm starting a war. Fuck this shit. Trail mix. Who came up with that? Trail mix. Let's pick everything out. That's not raisins. Sorry. See how angry that made me. Raisins bring that anger to me. I still think you're a great storyteller and will continue to listen to Boomsies regardless of your feelings toward raisins. Thank you for giving me an hour of entertainment each week. Matt. That's actually around 40 minutes. But uh, who's counting? Actually, producer Tim and Z Money are counting to the second. Speaking of which, do we have time for uh, oh, one more voicemail maybe? Yeah, I think this is probably a good one to uh, end the end of the show on. Oh, okay, perfect. Hey, just a great Boomsy show this week, guys. And uh, I just wanted to tell you, I phoned and uh, I had been uh, sober for well over a year. And uh, I uh, had a lot of things happening in my life and a lot of uh, really sort of anxious moments. And I lost it, but I'm back on the wagon again. So... Anyways, I just wanted to tell you thank you again for an excellent show, and uh, I'm starting again at day one, and uh, that's okay. Love you guys. Peace. Bye for now. Great message. We're all on today. So if you stumble along your journey, as long as you come back. Love hearing those. Every day. Sobriety, not in sobriety, you're going to have shitty days. It's just learning how to deal with them. And that's the biggest thing I've found without weed, without booze is, oh, fuck, I can't hit pause on this. I got to deal with this shit. And it's a lot at times. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a lot. But then you think back, you're like, well, what did I do before? Oh, yeah, I just pretended uh, there were no problems. <laughs> I just uh, turned my brain off. And that's no way to do it. Problems arise and you freaking tackle them. So, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Hope you had a great Canada Day celebrating our, uh, our country. Sure, it has its flaws, but it sure is a pretty cool place to live. We have, you can go to the hospital, you can have a baby, you can have a heart attack, you can do whatever in the hospital and you leave and you don't get a bill. I know you'll say, but you pay for your taxes. Yeah. Americans pay a lot of taxes, but also 
people lose their homes paying their medical bills. That doesn't happen here. I've lived in both countries. Yes, our healthcare system has its flaws, but that is one of the greatest things about this country is you can go to the hospital and you don't get a bill for it and your family doesn't get run out of their home and lose all their money. So admit, it's it's a pretty good thing. It's a pretty good. <laughs> Why do I care what people say? Ah, the doctors. Ah, nothing's sorry guys can you beep those out i swore too much the raisins the raisins get raisins out of this country my platform as prime minister no raisins here go until next time hug someone and be nice it doesn't cost you anything Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.